Hello everyone, welcome back to the Western Reviews Podcast. And if you're new, welcome, welcome. I'm the Western Wonder, basically the head honcho of this podcast universe, and today we've got another movie review for October, the month of Halloween. Now before this episode starts, I'd like to plug my other latest movie review for my podcast, Beetlejuice. It's a classic fun film for all, and who knows, you might like it, so check it out. However, be warned that most of these must reviews and others to come will have a small too big amount of spoilers, so you've been warned. Without further ado, let's hop right into the review. The movie being reviewed today is the 1992 horror flick, Dracula. The film, based off the 1897 novel written by Bram Stoker, was directed by Francis Ford Coppola, who has worked on plenty of well-known films from the last three decades in the 20th century. The Outsiders, Peggy Sue Got Married, Rumblefish, The Cotton Club, Apocalypse Now, and of course, the Godfather franchise. The script for Dracula, which attracted one of his cast members early, who also managed to get Coppola involved, was done by James Hart, who also worked on film adaptations of novels including Hook and Frankenstein. The film will be released in the fall of 1992, November to be exact, and was a box office hit making over $215 million worldwide over a $40 million budget, also receiving positive reviews despite a particular actor getting criticism for his or her performance. But we'll get to that. The film has had some hackalades to his name as well. It won three Academy Awards for Best Costume Design, Best Sound Editing, and Best Makeup, and received five Saturn Awards and four BAFTA or British Academy Film Award nominations. With this information aside, let's get to the plot and the story. So the story revolves around this grotesque-looking Count Dracula, played by Gary Oldman, who has plans of moving to England. To help him seal the deal in this move, Jonathan Harker, played by Keanu Reeves, a clerk, visits the land of Transylvania to help out the Count. I wonder if he knows who Frankenfurter is. Jonathan leaves behind his bride-to-be Mina, played by Renona Ryder, who I swear had the quickest costume changes I just mentioned her role in my recent Beetlejuice review. Don't forget to check that out! Alright, I'll stop with the plugging now. Anyways, while Jonathan is away, Mina visits her dear pal Lucy, played by Sadie Frost, who's currently in an entanglement-like situation with three men continuing to be her husband, those men being played by Carrie Elwes, Billy Campbell, and Richard E. Grant. Spoiler alert, she ultimately picks Carrie Elwes. Now back to Keanu, uh, I mean Jonathan. He's having a rather tense meeting with the Count who does everything a vampire should do. Stays away from the sunlight, hates garlic, and religious looking caricatures, and loves blood. Oh, and uh, the Count crawls around walls like he's got turtle fever or something, somebody should probably check on him. To make matters worse for Jonathan, the Count seems to be showing romantic interest in his fiancée. As time goes on, Mina meets the mysterious Prince Vlad, also played by Gary Oldman, and Jonathan goes missing concerning Mina, all the while the Count is wreaking havoc in England. Mina eventually gets notified that Jonathan fell ill and is currently recuperating in Romania, and is being strongly encouraged to go to him and marry. She leaves behind Lucy, who's been experiencing sleepwalking issues. As the film goes down the road, you have vampire outbreaks leading to the possession of the female leads, crazy wolf attacks around the countryside, and Anthony Hopkins on his Oscar-winning role of a lifetime, who, alongside Lucy's friends, plans to take vengeance on the Count for his wrongdoings. So here's my thoughts on the movie, as this comes from my first viewing of the film in its entirety. In this two-hour runtime, it can be a bit slow in parts, but the intensity and mystery keeps your blood flowing. Okay, maybe I shouldn't be saying that given the villain, but whatever. The cast of characters are all really different folk. My favorite performance, of course, is obviously the ghoulish Count Dracula. 
Gary Oldman plays the antagonist of Much Revolt, Mystery, Seduction, and Peel, both young and old. I also thought the female performances from Ryder, Frost, and even Dracula's Brides, even though they were a bit over the top at times, along with Anthony Hopkins, did well. Then there's Keanu Reeves. He didn't really sell his character's accent, in my opinion, and looked stiff as a boar for the small amount of screen time that he got. But hey, at least he tried, right? The visuals in this movie are terrific from the realistic blood and fang down to the spooky scenery. The music is good and the costumes are beautiful to look at. Some camera shots may be a bit jarring, but that's something to look past. Some people may prefer the book to the film, however, and I understand that. All in all, you may love or hate it, but at least give it a try. It was pretty good to me. But then again, this is my first viewing. I'm the Western Wonder, and once again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be it quick. I want to plug my Beetlejuice review again one more time. Don't forget to download or stream that episode as well as this one, if you like the episodes, of course. Stay tuned for next week's review of A Nightmare on Elm Street. I hope to see you there next time, and in the meantime, check out other reviews of mine, and don't forget to spread the word of the podcast. The Western Reviews Podcast. The Western Wonder, out.